You didn't do your big arm race, Sean. I know, yeah. Just thinking for the arm race, thinking for the arm race out of start. That's all I'm doing, you know. Just give me a second, just just, just let me ease uh, into it, just, just glide oh in to get started. All right, relax. Um, hang on now. The people are waiting. I love just, it. Just, just shut I your mouth. And that's no, no, you see, you just wait on me, put it all together, and you know, organize and all. And you just talk for like tw- 20 minute blocks, and then let me say a word or two, and you talk for 20 minute blocks. And you know, but you I, ever, I, gotta, I gotta set you up for those 20 minute blocks and have things to say to you, you know? Yeah, and do you ever hear about the people on the TED Talk production, or do you just hear about the people that do the TED Talk? Come on, Sean. Come yeah, but, on. But, but the people on the TED Talk don't happen without people in the TED Talk production setting all that thing up. Exactly, but no one cares about them. They're just in the end credits now. Come on, yeah, just but they, yeah, they have to be. They have to be set up. They have to get started. Have to get the, the, the presentation. Oh. Everything else has to be right. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Eric Lawless live from America right now. <laughs> live from New York City or Alabama. Alabama. As myself, Sean, always uh, welcome to this week's episode of Any Given Monday. Eric, apart from you, you sound like you're in a great mood. How are you? <laughs> I actually am in good form. Good. Made these little, made these little homemade. I uh, do you know the way people give out about pineapple on pizza. Yes, I don't understand why. I I thought I did. I don't get it. It's it's one of your five a day and pizza. Like you're being healthy while being bad. I actually think it's a genius <laughs> idea. So I put it on today. I, I made these. We got this sourdough. We had to use up. So I put barbecue sauce on it some cheese, and then we pineapple. And I was like, right, should we put that on it as well? It was absolutely amazing. Was, uh, anyway. I had on, pineapple on a pizza once. It wasn't that bad. I had pineapple I don't pizza get this it wasn't bad, but I, I wouldn't order again. I, I think it's just a, a, to be involved in something, to say something. I think people just, like, lose the run of themselves or they jump on this bandwagon. Like, they don't even know. They probably secretly like it and they're like, ooh, pineapple. Anyway, I had a great time. Uh, I, I tried it. I had a great time. Yeah. Now, I always find it hard to get away from a meat feast. You know, absolute sucker. We spoke about the, the whole <laughs> vegan denary. Not going too well for me. But no. the uh, but pineapple on a pizza, not the worst. I'm actually, yeah, I'm kind of impressed. Do you know, if anyone has that to say, doesn't like it at us, I don't care. I think it was great. I think you're all full of shit, actually. Anyone who says pineapple's dirt on a pizza, you you need to have a long look at yourself. Anyway, I'm in a better mood now, Sean. Rant out of the way. I, I don't care much. You you do you. I, I'm in a half bad mood. You know, I'm slowly starting to notice that the evenings get a little bit longer. We're getting closer to the to, to warmer weather. Still a bit cold out there. We're getting close to warm weather. And I find when it comes to running, more so than January, just because it, it's too cold, you know, it, the roads are icy, and obviously, you know, it does get like that in February. Um, but I just find that because that, that, you know, longer stretch in the evening, a little bit longer in the morning as well, that now is the time that people start to slowly take up running. Would you agree with that? Or yeah, you agree with that yeah, absolutely. And this is the point, Sean, as we roll into February, that people. Like January is easy because everyone wants to do well in January. It's on your social media. Everyone's working out around you. It's always easy to do something when everyone else around you is doing it. But I think if you're actually being honest with yourself, if you can just make it through January and be somewhat active, February is a great time to start, particularly in Ireland. It's miserable. It is miserable. I think actually, you know, people come out of that January to go hard for a week and then they come off Christmas holidays, work picks up again because everyone goes back to work. You know, obviously a little bit yeah. different with COVID this year, but 
people then kind of get caught out. But I think if they set a goal to be active in January, and some people have been in January, I think now this February roll around, this is the time to actually start. What are we yeah. doing for the year? We've looked Just, after ourselves for the last month. Let's let's take on the year from now. Now, me and you both read uh, James Clear's Atomic Habits, and he talks about it takes, like, you always say, like, the memes and stuff we saw in January, like, oh, it just takes three weeks, 21 days to build a new habit. Whereas in that book, it goes a lot more details, like, anywhere from three to eight weeks. And I feel people in January should use the time to try and build those habits. Doesn't matter if they're not the world's greatest workouts, doesn't matter if they're only 20 minute workouts or, you know, just a light walk, brisk walk bit of jogging in between as you build up into close to February where sales get brighter do that a little bit more but just to start building those habits now right to February it's like now if you've managed to get a little bit fitter in January if you've started now's the time to, to kind of like you, you have a little bit of foundation build on from there yeah you hit the nail on the head there it's about foundation whether you when you worked out four times a week or once a week you've put in something you know that, and that's all it takes it just takes you to put in something and even if you haven't the whole year isn't gone. Now is actually the best time to start. I think February is actually the best month to pick up whatever it is you're planning for. And like you said about the habits, that it was a great book. A great book, again, like we say with everything else, if you take what suits you. He talks about yeah. repetition and that a habit is actually based on how many times you do something. So mm-hmm. how many times did you put on your runners? How many times did you come home and sit on the couch? Do you know, instead of coming yeah. home, sitting on the couch, come home, sit on your runners. And then the more you do that, that becomes the habit. That becomes the routine. That becomes what you need. So you need to come home. You need to put on your shoes. And the, everything else looks after itself until it's called automating your habits, until it becomes an automated habit that you do it without thinking. Yeah. Um, and that, and that's what it's all about. And it's it's so much easier when you know we're coming into the springtime. Yeah, still in a cold spell, but it is starting to get that a little bit easier. You can see summer. Summer is coming. But yeah, the, the habits of it are a great thing. And I think anyone listening who's kind of had a crappy January, it's, it's been different for everyone, especially with COVID. Yeah. So that, I, obviously I'm not at home. It's very different for me here. Um, I'm doing a specific job over here and, and I'm, I'm, out, I'm up in the air every day and it, it's quite a busy, busy life for me over here. But I feel for everyone at home who is, like even when I ring my parents, I'm talking to my mom. She's fed up going for a walk. She's mm. fed up. She's fed up with everything. She's fed up with, you know, listening to the same story on the news. She's fed up with feeling bad about herself. She hasn't seen the grandkids. She and and she's bored of going for a walk. She's bored of walking around the same town. And I feel for it. Like everyone has gone through that, and it's not easy. Um. Mm. However, I always ask her how she feels after her walk, and she always says, "Well, I actually feel good after my walk because." As bad as it all is, the best thing you can do is that small bit of exercise. Yeah. And if you've struggled to get going, motivation was lacking in a lot of people in January. It's it's been a, you as a personal trainer, Sean, probably noticed as well. Mm. Not a lot of people got motivated this January. No, it was it was tough, all right. And I just to go back to what you're saying about the you know, just just trying to get that routine, getting started, and especially you're starting running, it's just I, I find it, if you're at the very start, and even myself and yourself, we've taken weeks, months off of different injuries and all the rest, and you go back for that first run, and all of a sudden, if your 5K time was 22, 23 minutes, now it's you know, 25, 26, 27 minutes, and you can't catch your breath and all the rest, and you're like, how did I ever manage to do this before? And it's it's just a case of consistency, take your time with it, slowly build back into it, and try and find those that, that mindset and those habits to get out there in the first place. I, I've talked before before on this podcast, like my, 
I sometimes cannot motivate myself to get that door. So I have one of those massage guns and I'm not promoting massage guns. They're good, bad or different. All I'm saying is I know that once I lie down in my bedroom and I get the massage gun out for two, three minutes, next thing you know, I'm doing my glute bridges. Next thing I know, I'm doing my dead bugs. Next thing I know, I'm doing my plank, my spider lunges into my squat, split squat, single leg RDLs. And then I have my running gear on. I've set my podcast on my Spotify playlist and I'm out the door. But it all starts with setting that habit at the start of the massage gun. I just use it to help warm up my muscles. I'm not saying you have to have a massage gun. I'm saying what you were talking about earlier is, is setting that routine, setting that habit to try and get yourself and get going without thinking about, oh, it, it's going to be an absolute struggle out there. Yeah, absolutely. And that book was very good at talking about trigger habits. Um, and that's what you just spoke about there. The massage gun is your trigger habit. Once that process starts, it's like a launch sequence for a spatial once you hit the go button, it might take 10 minutes to launch, but the sequence has started. It started. For, for me, it's the headphones. Because they're these little ones are slot over the ears, even when I'm, <laughs> I'd be pretty much, all right, no one needs to know, but I wouldn't be wearing my full attire. <laughs> but I'll put the headphones on first because yeah. I'll end up lying on the bed or I'll end up uh, texting, I'll be on Instagram, for an hour, 45 minutes has come on and the hour and a half I had to train has now turned into, I'll just go for a 20-minute run to a 10-minute run. So for me, the trigger is the headphones. Once they're on, I, I click into the playlist. First song comes on, I'm like, ah, here we go. The gear yeah, comes on, the shoes comes on. Before I know it, the watch is looking for its GPS before I even get out the door. By the time I hit the, the main road, the watch is running and we're off. And that's it. That's all I have to do. The rest will look after itself. Uh then it's just a mental stay on the run. How long am I going for? What am I planning? Am I feeling it today? Am I not changing it out there? Yeah. But like that, it is those triggers. And there's another good tip that he said. And, and it, as we talk about January and everyone's done their dry January and their vegan January and their <laughs> eat all the meat January and all that <laughs> other crap that everyone is talking about and not just being themselves. Um, the, the other thing he talks about is like I, I know a lot of people like Ozzy is the biggest most disciplined man when it comes to nutrition I'm not mm-hmm. if I see sweets I smell sweets I'll smell them in your pocket and I'll rob you of your sweets <laughs> <But> <laughs> I am disgustingly sweet too but the, a really good thing that I took away from him was, in that book was you mm-hmm. don't have to be the most disciplined person you just have to make it easier to make the right choices so instead yes. of in the top drawer or the top shelf or the biscuit jar is right there when you come in, replace that with a bowl of fruit. Replace that with a bowl of what your homemade vegan meat, whatever snacks that you, mm. you're going to look after <laughs> that are, are going to be your go-to. Little bits of dark chocolate individually wrapped that you can have one of when you come in. If you do like chocolate in the evening with a cup of tea, leave out the one. So he talks about putting things in places that help you uh, make the right choice. So a bowl of fruit instead of the bowl of sweets, you know, and it's, it, it seems so simple, but the harder you make it for yourself to, to get at the sweets, to get at that, and the easier that the apple, the fruit, the pear is, or even if you're meal prepping, just have nice little fruit salad, something that's easily there to just go, yeah, I'm going to have some of this. It's really, it, it was one of the bits I took as well, leaving your running shoes by the door when you come in or your gear ready and packed or laid out. Because yeah. if you don't have to make that choice in the evening when you're tired, you just have to put on the shoes and go. And there is something to that in terms of, like, it, it sounds stupid to think of, but it, it consumes brain power 
like in the morning you have the most brain power to make these decisions in terms of clothes and all the rest and and the longer you go through the day the more kind of different things you think of that the more your willpower drains in terms of doing those things it's kind of like you always hear the likes of um you know steve jobs wears the same clothes in and day in and day out because he doesn't think he just puts them on and goes use brain power for something else and it's the same thing in terms of getting your workout clothes just having i'm not saying you have to be steve jobs to run um but just having your workout gear just there ready to go uh, and it's just an easy process having and that's why like most of our pitfalls is because the easier option is usually the unhealthy option it's usually the, yeah. the big bar of chocolate staring at you in the fridge before you reach behind that bar of chocolate there's something else that that might be a little bit healthier it's it's just all the unhealthier options are always the easiest to grasp it like fast food Me and you read, we've read that in a book I can't think of the name of it, but it's some sort of book where he talks about your decision-making process. They actually did a study. I think it was with judges, could have been Turkey or Israel, or I can't remember the exact country, and they they based uh, their decision-making in the early morning. They were yeah. really good at making decisions. Until lunchtime, they got a bit bleak. Then they had lunch. Then they were good for an hour or two after lunch. But come the end of the day, they couldn't make a single decision. They postponed things. They moved it on. Did this study for a long time, and they came down to say that you you do have decision making power, and that's where most of us suffer. That's why if I don't get a workout in early, God knows what's mm. going to happen that e- evening because I'll have, I'll have made a hundred decisions that day, and then the decision to sit down and watch Band of Brothers or go for a ten mile run. I know which yeah. one I'm going to pick. They they, they and, say and that's what it is. Yeah, have, have make your your. Your, whatever your biggest problem of the day is, the biggest thing you have to do, tackle that first when you have that willpower because we're, we're pretty much like a phone battery. You know, it, it drains throughout the day and then it's hard to do. Like even on a phone, I have plenty of times my phones we have like one, 2% battery. You're trying to still use stuff in the apps and it's just moving really, really slow because I hadn't got much battery to process. That. That's pretty much the, the human body throughout the day. So imagine yourself, each day you wake up, you're, you're close to fully charged. Actually, Garmin does that, doesn't it? I recently Which? got one of those bad boys. Garmin has a thing where you have them. Um, it measures your sleep. I don't know how it works exactly, but it's, it's the same kind of thought process where it measures the amount of sleep or something you have, and then it says like how much what your energy your energy or something rating is you're starting the day on. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know it did that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it. I was I was messing around with that a couple weeks ago. I was like, I, I saw. It, I was like, oh, that's interesting. The one night I got like nine hour sleep but I was like you're at a hundred percent capacity I felt groggy and crap but anyway that's what it told me I was like oh but the watch wouldn't lie to me um <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what, what the exact oh, equally, I'm opening this up here now but equally what as the watch is as great as the watch is I'm glad I don't have that function on my watch because I'm not letting a watch dictate how tired oh, I you- feel or I, I, a, lot 100%. Will, a lot of people will be like, oh, I'm at 50%. Better not do anything. Yeah, and, and like I, I was just using that as 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 just a, a metaphor, I suppose, what I was talking about. But yeah, you shouldn't yeah, use the watch. Yeah, yeah. And to your point, sometimes you're out running and you know, your, your thing says your pace every time. It's just like, you know what? Let's just cover that up. Not looking at whatever the pace says. Just have yeah. the time on it and just, just enjoy it. Yourself and Tom, I think, talked about that before one of the podcasts where you're like, Sometimes, you know, it's best to leave the watch at home or if you have it on you, don't even look at it. Just enjoy the run, take it in and wherever you get, you get and then just work off that for the next session. Yeah, no, it is some of the most liberating runs when you actually don't don't Mm. run with headphones and or time or pace. Just 
let the brain do the work. But yeah, it is it is an interesting one. And that's one kind of tip and trick, I suppose, for February when people are, I think mm-hmm. this is the time to start. I think, you know, as you said, make your hard decisions early. Meal prep is key because when you're making those difficult dietary choices at seven, eight o'clock in the evening, kids are just gone to bed, just turned off the laptop, uh, just got in from work, finish study, whatever it is you're doing. If you have the food all ready to go, if you know what you're going to eat, I don't know, maybe it's easier for me and you to say, I would eat the same meal four days a week and then I'd change the next week. I wouldn't care. If, as long as I don't have to think about it, as long as it's cooked and all it has to be done is microwave or heat it up, I will eat that seven days a week. Um, some people can't do that. They like to cook fresh meals. Fair play, it's two hours a night. I just can't give. But if you are looking for that little cheat or a, a, how do you do it? How do you squeeze everything in? It's having those meals and then not having to make that choice. I already know before I've gone to work that day what I'm eating for dinner that night. And then as soon as the run's finished, as soon as the shower's finished, the food is on and um, five minutes later, it's on the plate and that thought process, habits, choices is all gone. The only thing I have to restrain myself from doing is going to the sweets <laughs> after yeah. I finish dinner. Do you know, um, and that's, that's an easier fight. At the same time, even going down to get more specific with the run, you know, you should know before you start that run what type of run you want to do that today, that day. Whether you're following the couch to 5k app and you're starting off at run walk, one rock, or getting a you know a brisk two minute walk, whatever it is, just to or 2k walk just to get started. Or you know, you might be know some guys that have have an app that are able to give you strength training and, and running and stuff with that as well. Cheap plug for the any given training day.com. Do you know but, do you know people who do that? I, I know people who do that. Do you know people who do that? I know a couple of people. Uh, I, I, I know a couple. Shout out to our 20 people <laughs> clients who <laughs> trust us. Yeah, but like even taking that and you're just like, you're set off, this the plan, go do it. And you're like, right, everything is set in stone. Now I know, now I know, right, this is what I have to do. It that that thinking process goes out of it. Everything is all laid out and just the way you go. And it's like if, if you are following something like the Couch to 5K program, you're doing it for the first time. Take your time. It's going to feel like crap the first couple of times. Even like, you know, just just go easy on yourself. Like even running to the 100 meters to a tree, walk 100 meters next tree, you're not going to be able to catch your breath. It's just going to feel like it's never going to come. But the most important ingredient to your training program is consistency. Without that, doesn't matter what training plan, even if you got it from us, it doesn't matter what training program you have, it's not going to work without consistency and know that everyone's going through what you're doing. Like we've said before, we started out, we haven't ran in three, four or five months and all of a sudden we're running, we're struggling to hit a five minute, five minute pace for two, three kilometers. And we're like, oh, I did that during a marathon. How am I struggling now? Because, you know, it takes time to get back into it. But if you if you haven't done it for a while, you go back into it, you get that a little bit quicker and uh, muscle memory and all that. But, just ease yourself back into your, your your training or starting your training. Slowly build from there. Uh, progression, like we talked about before, you don't want to just go all out, get sick, get really sore, and never do it again. So probably ease up on the interval runs if you listen to that podcast a couple weeks ago with ourselves and Aaron. Take your time. Don't, don't have something to program you absolutely dread and build yourself up short. Sean, I have an idea. You have an idea? Yeah, I know. I know. It's rare. Shocking. It's rare. I actually saw a light bulb ding above your head. It was like a minion ding, over there. Ding. How about next week? We'll dedicate that. So anyone who's listening now, we've piqued your interest. Next week, let's talk about a Couch to 5K training program. Let's okay. talk about each individual run, what's expected of someone, how to go about it, 
so that if anyone does pick up a couch to 5k or is listening to us at least they have us guiding them through what's actually expected of you in the couch to 5k i think that could be a good episode i think people can then listen to it again when they're like what is intervals what is this what's an easy run what's a threshold run now it's all on our website when you when you join up we we do explain all that stuff to you but I think let's for those who do listen uh, oh we're nearly up to 6,000 downloads by the way and um, so thank you to everyone who downloads but we would absolutely I think I think that's a good idea I don't know maybe you think it's crap Sean but we'll find out next week whether Sean thought it was a good idea or not <laughs> and on that cliffhanger guys I'm going to leave a cliffhanger I'm not going to answer that yeah we're going to do it. I'm not even going to answer that <laughs> thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Any Given Day podcast if you did enjoy this episode please do let us know share it on your Instagram stories throw a good out five star review on Apple Podcasts as well if you're listening through that and that's pretty much all I got to add to this week's episode Eric no I'm good Thank you for oh, listening. Pineapple, to pineapple on pizza, pineapple. It's a try buy. You know what? It's try buy. We're gonna post this up on, on Instagram on 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 the post as well. I want people to let Eric know in the comments. Pineapple on a pizza, yay or nay? Let let I him hope, know. I hope you get to be put a pushback in this one. I really do. I, I couldn't care less. I hope they come and try and burn me out of my house for it. I hope they come. I don't think travel to the states allowed this time. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the episode of the podcast. That's it for the two of us. Take care. Bye.